anxiety is a breath never released, suffocation of the lungs and the whole of your mind. Anxiety is a clock that never stops ticking with the constant click from past to present. Hi, my name is Alyssa and throughout my life, I've had to deal with anxiety. And in this podcast, I'll be discussing what anxiety is and my point of view on it and getting a professional's insight on helping others with anxiety. So, my experience with anxiety is it stops you from having fun. And like when I was younger, I would get asked to have a sleepover at someone else's house and I would be too scared because I didn't know what was going to happen over there. Most of the time with my anxiety, I get stuck and I hit a wall and I'm physically paralyzed and I can't seem to move past it easily. Um, And I see others all the time being able to take that next step so easily and I am often jealous of that my anxiety it does not always make sense it's confusing I don't understand why most of the time I get anxiety for the smallest of reasons and anxiety for me is emotionally mentally and physically draining it takes so much out of my body If I have an anxiety attack, I feel like everything in the world is lost. And sometimes it can be really hard to come back from that. I am joined here with Dr. Sally Beck, my therapist, to get her opinions on questions commonly asked about anxiety. Sally has worked with students as a career counselor prior to transitioning to her private practice as a therapist. She has over 30 years of experience. Um, So how would you define anxiety? Well, anxiety by definition is anticipatory dread. That means we fear futuristic things. We fear unknown things, or we fear how things are going to turn out or not turn out. So uh, anxiety is is futuristic worry. Mm -hmm. Okay, Um, and what do you think are some of the many areas that cause anxiety for teens and young adults? What I have noticed in my practice with uh, teens is, well, one, teens are just trying to discover who they are and try to self-identify from And uh, so it creates anxiety when you are trying to separate yourself as a person (laughs) and uh, when you're no longer identifying yourself as, you know, as a Christian because your parents are Christian or... um, you know, identify yourself as you know, a family member just because you're a part of the family, rather to identify yourself as an individual that has individual thought and goals and aspirations in your life and that individualization 
tends to create a lot of anxiety in teens because that's the process that all teens go through working mm-hmm. with adulthood mm-hmm. and some have more uh, anxiety about that than others some can go through that pretty naturally but others uh, it just creates a lot of fear like maybe they're fearful that they won't live up to some expectation that there'll be a disappointment somehow or that they won't be able to reach their goals uh, for whatever reason financially or uh, some other hindrances holding them back or maybe they worry that they don't have what I quote unquote what it takes to become what they want you know so there's a lot of stress in that and a lot of the children that I see the teens that I see are even doing post-secondary education so they're very intelligent so intelligence has nothing to do with anxiety in fact I think the more intelligence, uh, more goal-driven children tend to have more anxiety. Uh, you know, some kids say, well, if I was smart enough, I would, I could be able to fight this or whatever, but it, that has nothing to do with intelligence. That's our emotional realm, is that anxiety realm, and that all kids go through that. And I, I think it's because our society's putting so much more pressure on kids nowadays to uh, become, to become, in general, to become more self-reliant, to become uh, educated, to become goal-driven, become whatever it is out there that you know that they're supposed to become, and they don't even know what that is yet, you know. And so I think that's a really big one. And of course, social anxieties, uh, friendships, uh, wanting to be popular, wanting to fit in, wanting to you know be part of the group, not wanting to stand out. And, uh, and so that can create anxiety in, in uh, teens or any children too, you know, because everybody ha- has a sense of wanting and needing to belong. And when they don't feel like they quite belong or that they don't know how to get into that group where they can feel like they belong, it creates anxiety. Yeah. Um, okay, so you have been uh, helping young people for a very long time. Um, and have you seen any difference in the number of people coming to you for help with anxiety and worry? And if so, please share your observations. Well, I have, but probably for not the reason that you think. (laughs) I, I think it's because counseling has become an okay thing where people don't see it stigma or see it as, uh, I'm, or there's something wrong with me because I have to see a therapist. I think parents are starting to realize that uh, you know that sometimes it's good to have an outsider, a third person, or somebody with uh, uh, a different skill base or, or a different understanding or educational awareness of the of teen development that can come alongside their child to help them work through those those things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes parents are too close, kind of it's almost too close to the fire. They can't really. Uh, you know, give the, the, the needed help and they realize and they recognize it and they don't see it as a weakness to go outside of their circle and get the help that they need from professionals. And I, I think that's been a huge change. I think there used to be a stigma with going to a counselor and, and that stigma is, is uh, diminishing, which is really, really good. And I think that parents are bringing their children younger than yeah. they used to. And I think that's beneficial too, because the kids are working out what what would have been in the teenage years a much more uh, in, entrenched anxiety issue, 
if the parents can bring their children in younger mm-hmm. and you know little kids little problems bigger mm-hmm. kids bigger problems and so if the children learn how to manage and get the coping strategies they need to manage the, the lesser uh, anxiety stressors the better off they'll be as teenagers um, yeah so i think that's uh, it's i don't know that uh, necessarily it's a worse era or time in life in our in our the development of our country where where uh, kids need therapy more than they than they used to i just think the awareness has gotten so much bigger yeah yeah i agree um so what types of therapy do you think are the most effective in dealing with anxiety well in smaller children up to the age of 10 12 uh, play therapy is a wonderful uh, because it's experiential and it's child guided and play is work for kids it's how they work through their emotions their feelings their uh, their problem solving uh, play is very therapeutic it's not you know when we see kids play it gets really much more technical and much much more complicated than what we're just seeing kids play trucks in a, in a sand pile. Mm-hmm. You know, and so that's that's one form of therapy that's very important, I think. The other is, as teenagers, is they come in their, their teens, their preteens and teen years, then I think the educational format where uh, it, it helps the teenager because their, cogn- their cognition is, they're just more... Uh, able to take in the information and to process information and understand information so I think the educational format is really important to teach them you know what's the cause of anxiety what what triggers it what uh, techniques can be done to cope and, and uh, overcome that how to communicate these things um, you know so that uh, there's there's just so many tools that that teenagers can become more aware of deep breathing all these things uh, where a teenager, you can talk to them, get to their specific anxiety, whatever is tr- triggering them, and then find specific skill sets to uh, uh, help them to adapt to that anxiety, to, to uh, find the, the tools to use against that so that they can stay regulated. So I think uh, educational tool is probably the, the, the best one for teens that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I use EMDR, which is uh, a form of um, anxiety and stress re- reduction, and and that's getting to the core of uh, of a person's negative cognitions about themselves. Like instead of saying I I I did a bad thing, to say I am bad. There's the distinction mm-hmm. that uh, EMDR is a tool to help the process of changing the cognition from a negative one to a positive one about oneself or to to recognize yes we all have failed but we are not all failures Mm -hmm. which is a big distinction which is also kind of an educational awareness that you can help uh, people to recognize that um, to change their beliefs about their own identity Mm -hmm. yeah um okay so the last question i have for you is What's your key piece of advice for anyone listening to this podcast and dealing with anxiety? Get help early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
and the earlier the earlier the person recognizes it and uh, and gets the help even you know small children because there's therapy for children even uh, infants that have gone through traumas all the way up through you know adulthood to you know people in their 90s you know uh, but the earlier the better because that gives them the, the coping strategies the uh, the uh, educational tools to be able to manage the smaller things and then this life gets more complicated to be able to advance those skills mm-hmm. and to uh, generalize them into the into the, the bigger and, and tougher uh, situations that come up in life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thank you so much, Sally. You're welcome. Dr. Sally Beck has helped me tremendously with my anxiety. She has helped me understand what it is and ways to overcome anxiety and to push it aside so I can live my life to the fullest. And if you are someone who struggles with anxiety, just know that you are not alone. There are millions of people in this world with anxiety. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I hope it has helped you understand a little bit more about anxiety and what it's like for people to have it.